SBS Radio. Young Aboriginal man remains in hospital almost two months after being shot by anti-police. Activists in Tasmania have confronted the state premier yesterday, calling on him to put the Aboriginal rights at the forefront of the Tasmanian politics. And Kamilaro artist The Kid Laroi has won big at the APRAS Award last night. A nurse has broken down while giving evidence at the coroner's court, reporting that Yota Yota woman Veronica Nelson should have been taken to hospital immediately before her death. The 37-year-old died in a cell at Melbourne Women's Prison in January 2020 after a nurse told the court a doctor refused to take her to a hospital due to low blood pressure and heart rate. Registered nurse Stephanie Hills was involved in Veronica Nelson's first medical assessment and said she made her concerns clear, but the doctor had the final say on the response. The inquest continued yesterday and is expected to run for five weeks. The family of a young Aboriginal man shot by anti-police in March say it could be a year before he's well enough to front court. Peter Skeen remains in Royal Darwin Hospital almost two months after the shooting. AAP reports that the Northern Territory Police have been accused of acting inhumanly when officers allegedly shot the indigenous men armed with a spear four times. Senior police have previously declined to say how many rounds hit Peter Skeen when officers fired six shots at him near Darwin on March the 8th. Guy McLean reports for NITV News. Peter Skeen was too unwell to attend a brief court hearing in Darwin. Outside, his family spoke of the injuries he received when he was shot by police in early March. Roland Link is Peter Skeen's uncle. He spoke to the media yesterday. Four bullet wounds, um, a couple to the chest, one skipped his neck, one to the abdomen. They've had to cut him open because it's hit a main artery. He can't do no MIR scans or nothing because of the shrapnel still in his body. Police officers fired six shots and also deployed a taser and it's alleged Peter was carrying a spear when he was shot. He's been charged with going armed in public, assault a member of the police force and recklessly endangering life. But his lawyers today expressed frustration over a lack of evidence provided by the prosecution. Lawyer Clancy Dane confirmed to NATV News that there is not enough materials. We've been trying very hard to get a copy of the case against him, the brief of evidence. Unfortunately, today, all we seem to have received was a single police officer statement, which was not a statement of either of the police directly involved in the shooting. Peter's family insists they'll be fighting the charges. Yeah, of course we're going to fight the charge against him. It's unhumane what happened. Five metres away from a person who sued him six times. They've also set up a GoFundMe page to help cover legal costs. The matter is set to return to court in June. Activists in Tasmania have confronted the state's minister yesterday, calling on him to put the Aboriginal rights at the forefront of the Tasmanian politics.
The protesters marched from the Parliament House lawns to the executive buildings in Hobart to demand the return on stone lands, a share of the wealth generated from that land, and for a treaty. By chance they encountered the Premier Jeremy Rockcliffe and they didn't waste the chance. Do you agree to meet with us to talk about returning some of our stolen land? Organizers say they didn't want to have to march, but they had no other choice after requests for meeting with the new premier fell on deaf ears. They say that previous premier, Peter Gutwein, had begun to process of legislating a treaty, but they're worried that may now stop. Nala Mansell from the Tasmanian Aboriginal Centre spoke to NITV News. We have been stripped of our rights uh, and we will remind the Premier that we've been waiting for far too long. We will continue to march the streets and we will continue to do whatever it takes to see some form of true action for the dispossession of our people. Dozens of people opposed to projects being undertaken by energy company Santos have travelled thousands of kilometres across the country to protest outside the company's annual general meeting. Gomari native title holders from northwest New South Wales and Tiwi traditional owners from the top end of the Northern Territory travelled to Ghana country in Adelaide. Two of the protesters managed to enter the AGM, where they issued Santos with a notice of trespass over their proposed Narabi project, which would see up to 850 gas wells being drilled in the Pilaga forest. Also joining the protest are the Tiwi traditional owners, who are concerned about the Santos' plan for a multi-billion dollar oil and gas project of the top end coast. Craig Winston, TV traditional owner and spokesperson, told NITV News that the message to those attending the meeting yesterday was clear. I want investors to know that the Tiwi people do not consent to uh, Santos. We do not consent to the drilling of offshore uh, gas wells. We do not consent to the seismic testing in our waters. Any company that does anything without our permission it will be seen as an act of war it is a threat against our culture and our our identity and some good news the kid laroi has won big at the australian performing rights association awards apras last night the camillary rapper won song of the year for his track stay which features justin bieber the 18-year-old became the youngest ever winner of APRA's Song of the Year Award. The artist also won the songwriting prize for his work on Without You, making him the second indigenous artist to do so. The Kid Laroi says he's looking forward to coming back home to Australia for a national tour in May. The National Australia Bank is joining the Commonwealth Bank, ANZ and Westpac in passing on the Reserve Bank's interest rate rise in full to variable borrowers. The official rate has been raised from a record low of 0.1% to 0.35%, the first rise in 12 years. All of the big four banks have indicated they will pass on the full 0.25% increase. Such an increase will add $65 per month to the average $500,000 loan and $130 per month to a $1 million loan. 
Federal Treasurer John Feidenberg is defending the, his government's economic management, telling the Nine Network they are managing the economy in a very difficult circumstances. The COVID pandemic, the war in Ukraine, have both the main factors that are driving up higher inflation globally. And you heard yesterday from the Reserve Bank in their own words, mm. the main drivers of higher inflation were global factors. So the Labor Party will seek to criticise us when interest rates go down and they'll seek to criticise us when interest rates go up. But it's completely unreasonable to expect that emergency cash rates at just 10 basis points would stay there indefinitely. Meanwhile, Labor's Treasury spokesperson Jim Chalmers has told the ABC the Prime Minister's credibility has shredded not just by the interest rate decision that was taken yesterday, but this full-blown cost-of-living crisis on his watch, which is all about falling real wages, uh, prices which are absolutely skyrocketing out of control, and then you get the interest rate rise on top of that to add to the pain, and that's why consumer confidence this week has plummeted. The two ministers will face off in a Treasury debate on the National Press Club today. And to sports now. Boxing Australia has unveiled their new Australian team uniform. Collaborating with Indigenous Australian Olympic boxers Paul Fleming and Bryda Hall. The two designs will be used both by the men's and the women's national boxing teams in international competitions. Paul Fleming says the inspiration was united between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians. Um very fortunate boxing opened my eyes to it so to the world so that's kind of my thing is walking together no matter where we're from our history our past and that we're walking this journey together so that was my story and now let's have a look at today's weather Broome is sunny with the tops of 36 degrees Perth sunny and 22 Adelaide showers and 17 Melbourne showers and 16, Hobart also showers and 15 degrees, Albert Wodonga shower or two with the tops of 21, Canberra showers and 18, Sydney possible late shower and 25 degrees, Newcastle is mostly sunny and the tops of 25, Townsville mostly sunny and 30 degrees, Brisbane possible shower and 25, Cairns mostly sunny and 30 degrees. Darwin, also mostly sunny and 35. Alice Springs today is partly cloudy and 26 degrees. And Torres Strait Islands today are also partly cloudy with the tops of 30 degrees. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.